Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 1573. Can Meal Timing Improve Your Sleep? By Riley Pierce of freeformfitness.ca. And I'm your host and narrator, Dr. Neil. Hey there, happy middle of the week Wednesday and welcome back to Optimal Health Daily, where I read some of the best health and fitness blogs to you, always with a little bit of my commentary at the end. Now it is the middle of the week and like I do every Wednesday, I wanna give you a little bit of inspiration. So here we go. Quote, When I do good, I feel good. When I do bad, I feel bad. That is my religion. Abraham Lincoln. All right, and with that, let's get right to it and start optimizing your life. Can Meal Timing Improve Your Sleep? By Riley Pierce of freeformfitness.ca. Every year, daylight saving time causes a week of agony for many of us. We feel less rested, more irritable, and very blah, for lack of better words. Some people suggest preparing for the time change weeks in advance, while others propose adapting other areas of your life to help you adjust. One of the more common suggestions is using your meal times to try and hack into the circadian rhythm and reset the clocks a little faster. In this article, we will explain what the circadian rhythm is and its major influences. Then we will look at whether or not meal timing has a real effect on it. Keep listening to answer the question, can meal timing improve your sleep? Overview of the circadian rhythm. Our bodies operate on cycles. We have positive and negative feedback loops occurring throughout the day. Our cells recycle themselves on a regular basis and our hormones fluctuate in a cyclical manner on a 24-hour cycle and additionally on a monthly cycle for those assigned a female gender at birth. The circadian rhythm is a natural cycle that is controlled by our biological clocks. Yes, we actually have these. We have a master clock in our brains, known as the suprachiasmatic nuclei, which is controlled by light signals, the sun mainly. We also have peripheral clocks. These are things like neural pathways, hormone rhythms, body temperature signals, like thermoreceptors, 
and finally, signals from feasting and fasting cycles. The core hormones involved in the peripheral clock system are cortisol, ghrelin, insulin, leptin, and melatonin. Cortisol acts as a messenger between the master clock and the peripheral clocks and is a powerful hormone. Primarily, cortisol triggers a number of other hormones and functions in the body that control our stress response or our fight or flight response and can additionally be used to help wake up the body. This is why it's recommended to drink water at the beginning of your day instead of coffee as your body is naturally producing cortisol to help wake you up. If you want to have a coffee, wait at least an hour after you've woken up before you have your first cup. As part of the cascading effects of cortisol, your body will eventually send signals to your brain telling you that you are hungry. This is triggered by ghrelin. If you want to remember, think of your stomach grumbling. That's caused by ghrelin. So you feel your stomach grumble and you decide to have some breakfast. Depending on the breakfast you eat, you will trigger insulin to be released. This is a hormone that originates in the pancreas and acts as a doorway to the cells of the liver, muscles, and fat cells to allow glucose or sugar to enter into the cells. To remember this hormone, think about how insulin lets glucose into the cells. The cells then use this for energy production. If not used, they will be stored for later use in adipocytes or fat cells. After a few bites of breakfast, you start to feel satisfied and maybe even full. This is triggered by the hormone leptin. If you want a way to remember this hormone, think about leftovers. Leptin causes you to feel full and might create leftovers. Or you can just remember that this is the opposite of ghrelin. After your first meal of the day, your body will go through a series of cycles of ghrelin, insulin, and leptin until the sun starts to go down or your final meal of the day. The change in light and that final release of leptin will trigger the master clock to start the production of melatonin. This is the hormone that will make you feel mellow and will eventually help your brain prepare for sleep. So now that you understand the basics of the circadian rhythm, let's look at how you can strategically time your meals to have a better, more restful sleep. Meal timing for better sleep. As we mentioned before, the master clock is mainly controlled by light signals, and the circadian rhythm is controlled by both the master clock and peripheral clocks. The peripheral clocks we will be focusing on are the hormonal signals and how they relate to the fasting and feasting signals. We can't control when the sun comes up or goes down, so controlling the master clock can be tricky, although happy lights, blackout blinds, and blue light filters can help. So we have to look at what we can control, and that's our meal times. The idea behind meal timing and improving your sleep is that if you prolong your fasting phase in the morning and give yourself enough time between your final meal and your desired bedtime, this will improve your overall sleep quality. Most people are not that hungry in the morning, so if you prolong your fast, you have a chance to eat a more substantial meal later in the day. This could be beneficial for your insulin levels as well, depending on what you choose for your first meal. Later in the day, if you have dinner at 7 p.m. and want to be asleep by 10 p.m., this, theoretically, will give your body three hours to prepare for sleep and start producing more melatonin. The power of the sun. According to a study published in Current Biology titled Meal Timing Regulates the Human Circadian System, 
meal timing won't affect your sleep. In fact, they studied the levels of melatonin or sleep hormone and cortisol or wake up and boost hormone in participants when they ate 30 minutes after sunrise and had their final meal 10 and a half hours later and then again when they ate breakfast at five hours after sunrise and their final meal 10 and a half hours later. Both groups experienced an increase in melatonin beginning at 11 p.m. or one hour after dark and a peak at 3 a.m. where it then began to decrease. Cortisol levels started to increase at 3 a.m. and peaked at around 8.30 a.m., about an hour and a half after sunrise, with another secondary bump around 3 p.m. So it looks like meal timing may not have the effect on our sleep cycles that we originally thought. Keep in mind that this study was done on 17 healthy young men in a controlled environment. The constant between the two meal timing routines was the simulation of light and dark that the participants were exposed to. Night was simulated between 10 p.m. and 7 a.m. The day was simulated between 7 a.m. and 10 p.m. As soon as it was dark, the participants started to produce melatonin, and as the melatonin started to decrease after 3 a.m., or five hours after the dark phase started, the cortisol began its steady incline, preparing the body to wake up. If you want to get better sleep, try this. So now that we know how powerful the light signals are for our circadian rhythms, here are some actual ways to improve your quality of sleep. One, get blackout blinds for your bedroom or an eye mask. Complete darkness is best for good, uninterrupted sleep. Two, use blue light filters on phones and other devices to limit blue light exposure after sunset. The brain doesn't know the difference between sunlight and the blue light emitted from technology. So if you want to help the body produce melatonin at night, make sure you set the blue light filters to turn on at sunset. And three, reduce food intake after sunset. If you eat, this will signal all of those other periphery clocks to let your master clock know it's not time for bed yet. This may interrupt the production of melatonin and result in less restful sleep. Both meal timing routines had similar melatonin and cortisol cycles because the participants didn't eat after dark. One final fact from the study. One of the interesting observations from the study was that when the participants waited five hours before their first meal, their blood sugar levels were lower. This could mean that extending your fast after waking up could be beneficial for blood sugar levels, which is a good indicator of metabolic health. Sleep is a crucial part of our lives. We need it to rest, recover, and prepare for the next day. Although food timing may not have the greatest impact on our circadian rhythms, we can say that eating after dark is not great for a restful sleep and that extending your fast in the morning may lead to lower blood glucose levels. You just listened to the post titled, Can Meal Timing Improve Your Sleep? by Riley Pierce of freeformfitness.ca. When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed 
is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. Now I want to clarify the third tip that today's author Riley mentioned. Riley said that it may be helpful to reduce food intake after sunset. This doesn't necessarily mean that we need to fast after sunset. I'm making this distinction because you may find that trying to fall asleep while your stomach is grumbling can be a bit of a challenge and it might end up disturbing your sleep anyways. So again, it may not be necessary to completely avoid all food after sunset. Instead, a reasonable goal may be to eat when you feel hungry and then stop when those hunger feelings have passed. You don't eat until you feel full, but again, only until the stomach rumbling has stopped. All right, that does it for today. I hope you have a great rest of your Wednesday if you're listening in real time, and I'll see you back here for tomorrow's show where your optimal life awaits.